Shazam? My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. I am the Flash. Truth. Justice. The American way. I'm vengeance. Hello and welcome to Elseworlds DC Fan Podcast. My name is Jordan and with me as always is Chris. How are you today, Chris? I'm doing really good, you know. I had a crappy day at work, so, you know, time to talk some superhero stuff and that is much more fun. Much more fun indeed, yes. So we will be diving into, uh, this is our Smallville update. We'll be doing our Smallville update for Chris, uh, who is now through season two right mm-hmm. all right so i guess uh give me give me your thoughts on season two which saw a bunch of new smallville lore we got uh christopher reeve right we mm-hmm. got red kryptonite stuff like that uh, heat vision what was your thoughts on season two i thought this season was a little less tight than season one which i think told a beautifully crisp easy story um, you know, with some of the freak of the week stuff, but I think the intensity went up so much in this season and where they went in this season is so unbelievable. I mean, the finale was something, the Christopher Reeve episode was incredible. Clark learning about like, he's, cause you think every show is every season is a year and like Clark learning about Jarrell and all that stuff this early I was a little surprised, and when the, once things started getting real, they got really real. So, uh, other than you know, I think the Chloe Lana love triangle thing, you know, gets a little old. You know, I was actually really disappointed because I was like, okay, he's happy with Lana for a second, let him just be happy for a little bit, and then you know, that of course can't happen. So, uh, yeah. It was a good season. I enjoyed this season. I don't know that it was as good as season one, but the stakes were higher. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I like season two more, I think, because we do get into some of that stuff. Um, it has one of my favorite episodes, which is Ryan, uh, where the boy Ryan is, uh, you know, his aunt abandoned uh, aunt. Uh, abandoned him because she can't handle his secret and Ryan phones Clark for help. Um, this is of course a follow-up to season one's uh, episode, which mm-hmm. was S- Runaway or Stowaway or something. I forget what the... Something uh, like that. But I really enjoyed that episode because it showed you how much Clark really could do. Running all the way to get the doctor right as he's about to fly off I, really incredible scene and then clark having to deal with the fact that all he did was give him a little bit more time but you know it's all yeah. he did he gave him one more day 
Uh, and, you know, that's a very Superman lesson to learn. And I, I thought it was an incredible episode. So I'm glad you pointed that episode out. It uh, it really hit me right in the feels, especially because my big brother's name is Ryan. So it's like, okay, like it's like, dude. All right. But yeah, that kid was awesome. Uh, Lex Luthor giving him the like limited uh, edition comic or whatever was kind of cool. And them connecting on that. Clark, you know, it's got to start wearing a mask when it comes or something when it goes into these facilities that have cameras. I, it's <laughs> starting to drive me up a wall. It's like, how is he not arrested every episode? It just, it's, it, it's a little bit much, but I do love it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, th- I think that is the, uh, yeah, that's just something you have to suspend the, the disbelief on because, I mean, the, the bigger offense to me is all the times when um, people just get knocked out right before, <laughs> you know, uh, he comes and saves them without them seeing their powers and stuff. But, yep. uh, you know. Uh, but no, yeah, the Ryan episode is one of my favorites. It's very Superman, like you said. He he tries his best, and then you, you know you have that heartbreaking scene with with Ryan telling him that um, you know, like you said, you, you gave me one more day. You know that you know that's what he wanted. But we also got the return of Whitney, or what mm-hmm. we thought was Whitney, but turned yeah. out to be Lizzie Kaplan's character, Tina Greer back from uh the first season what was your thoughts on on the return of whitney were you excited to see him back and then disappointed that it wasn't him and we find out he actually died well i was i had a few thoughts of this episode first clark being bummed that when he was back made perfect sense but jonathan kent going he did a hero's he was you got to treat him like a hero uh he did everything for this country. I'm like, it's just laid on a little thick. Um, but it was post nine eleven. So I know it just yeah it you know that kind of stuff always rubs me the wrong way. It was like, oh god, all of a sudden he's an angel. I uh, you know, but uh, just it's cool, but it's also just they lay it on thick every time. It's like it's this sanctimoniousness about it, but. I really enjoyed that episode because it was a callback to season one. Like, you know, yeah, y- you know, the the second you did the x-ray vision, you're like, oh, I know what's going on. And that, that was pretty fun. I was like, wait a second, this is a Whitney. I thought the coolest scene was when they're in the bathroom and Whitney like tears the door off the stall. And you're yes. thinking, you're thinking, wait, what is going on here? This is, and then, and then he blames Clark for it. I thought it was cleverly written. I thought, like, it did a good job of giving us enough information to know it wasn't Whitney, but keep us going along, like, what's going on? I thought that was a well-written episode. Yeah, then we had a, a really odd episode, Suspect, where uh, Lionel is shot, and they frame Jonathan, and we find out that this was all orchestrated by Sheriff Ethan, who's been one of Jonathan's best friends. Just a total odd choice, I felt like. But uh, I don't know. Did this take? Did this come out of left field for you? Because Sheriff Ethan has helped them a, a few times yeah. in the show. 
it came out of it came out of left field for me. I actually didn't love this episode. I was I I yeah, thought it was and I also thought it was weird where Clark was like, you, yeah, you didn't check it out. There's a bullet launched in the thing. And he's like, no, I'm telling you, I already checked it. It was like, I it kind of tipped his hat there. But <laughs> I, uh, it wasn't my favorite episode. Felt like a bit of a filler, but it was pretty consequential. So I don't know how to feel about that episode. You just knew Jonathan wanted to do that, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to pick out some more episodes here. Um, but yeah, okay. Let, let's talk about the Christopher Reeve thing then. Like, yeah. he is a guy who can apparently has been studying this stuff, right? He actually knows a lot about this stuff. He's one of the ones that tells Clark about like a message that was playing, right? Um, and all that kind of stuff. I really loved how they brought in somebody like Christopher Reeve to do this. But what was your thoughts on, on, I guess, seeing him fit into this uh, universe, I guess, and um, how they kind of have him explain uh, some of the Superman lore? It made me very happy. It gave me a warm feeling inside. I liked it. I was about it. I... I loved how they did the John Williams theme in there, uh, like kind of hints of that. I loved that Christopher Reeve was, uh, in it. I've been listening to Talkville with Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling, and they talked about that a lot of Christopher Reeve and, their, and Tom Welling's experiences with him. That was really cool. I just really appreciated it because you got to understand that Christopher Reeve, when you talk Superman, is as iconic as any actor is to a role. I, it's, it's actually very rare. Like you and I can argue about Ben Affleck, Batman and Michael Keaton, Batman. But at the end of the day, Superman, at least before David Cornsweet, is definitively Christopher Reeve. So uh, Christopher Reeve had a really awesome episode. I thought, I thought it was really well done. I think they didn't stretch it too far. Um, and, you know, he, in his condition, I, I got to say, if I have that kind of a condition, ALS, I believe, and you, no, no it, was, it wasn't ALS. He, he got uh, uh, paralyzed from uh, the, the horse accident. All right. Thanks for correcting me on that. But like, if you're going to be in that kind of physical state, I hope I look that awesome. I hope I look that dignified, like, and like excited and optimistic, which is just so Superman. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. I couldn't get enough of that episode. Yeah. I mean, he was only 52 when he died, um, which is crazy. Uh, that is insane. We would have probably gotten so much more mm -hmm. of him in this age of, you know, comebacks and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was great to see him, you know, in this show and, and bringing what he brought to it, which was, I feel like, more legitimacy as well to people that were uh, comic book fans, I would say, right? That mm -hmm. it wasn't just like, they, they were very good about respecting what came before uh, compared to some stuff. Uh, nowadays but we also had a fun little twist when you have Jor-El 
right? Mm-hmm. And Jor-El's voiced by Terrence Stamp, who of course played Zod in the the Superman Reeves uh, Reeves films. Uh, so now he is voicing Jor-El instead. Um, what's your thoughts on this take of Jor-El, which is maybe a little bit more of a dick, right? I didn't like this Jor-El. I, I didn't like this Jor-El. I especially didn't like when uh, Clark has the, like, uh, what do you call it? The the incision on his chest, uh, like. Oh, the burn. Yeah, the burn on his chest. Didn't like that. I don't think he gave Clark enough information. Like, Clark feels responsible at the end of the season, but Jarrell literally told him nothing. He just told him, your life is over, bub. See ya. You got you to gotta move on. Didn't tell him what he was moving on to. Didn't tell him what his purpose was. The message said he was supposed to be a god amongst men. He was going to be a ruler, and he was freaking out. And, you know, you put him in about as bad of a headspace as you could. Not very fatherly. Um, not very fatherly. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like Jarrell at all. I, I didn't like him. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what you think as they explore more of that. But Clark decides to leave with the red kryptonite. What was your thoughts on the the red kryptonite in this? This was something that Jeff Loeb uh, wrote and wanted to bring in, which was the episode Red. Mm-hmm. And of course, at the end of the show, at the end of the season, he he takes off with the red uh, kryptonite. Um, this kind of, I think, uh, cemented what Red Kryptonite does. Because in the comics, it was very, like, it could change on what each Kryptonite did. But I think now they kind of follow what it what they set out in this show. Yeah. And there was even an episode of Supergirl where she just let, let her inhibitions go. That's right. right. Um, but uh, I, I will tell you that I was like, I don't know about this. I, I don't know about this because this show has a very particular feel and all of a sudden you weren't in that. It just felt like a different show. It was dark. It was, you know, but I, I understood it. I understood it. Martha lost the baby. He felt responsible. The lot of thing. I just, I just, there was a lot going on and he wanted, he, he just needed that. Not, he couldn't deal with it. He shut himself off and, I understand it. It was very powerful. I I hate I hate what happened when he put on the ring, but I get why he did it. I hate what happened, but I get why he did it. I hate it though. I just it wasn't a mm-hmm. could you imagine watching this live and having to wait? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would have a hard time with that. I would have a real hard time with it because you know he's jerk when he puts that ring on. Yeah, yeah. I think Tom Wellen plays that role so well, though. Uh, when he can yeah, he have does. a little bit more fun, fun with the role, like he has a great time. It looks like so. So great. So you're you're going on to season three. Have you actually started watching any of that? I'm yet? ten episodes into season three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we won't dive into them in, in this. You're one, right. You're right. But, no. Uh, I yeah, have a lot of thoughts wow, about right, the man. beginning of season three. Actually, one of the things that benefited my watch of season three was season two ends on a two-parter, I believe, and then season three starts on a two-parter. So oh, you, yes. you kind of get propelled into it. To keep and, going, yeah. Yeah, and then 
and then a lot of those strings don't tie up very neatly very quickly so right right um yeah and you know we're not going to get into it but there's a lot to get into and i really yeah. enjoyed season two i thought it was fun i thought it was exciting there was less uh there was less freak of the week and there was more story i thought i thought it was i thought it was pretty heavy and yeah. i wonder what we're going to get moving forward because season three is kind of returning to form a little bit and then you know it's still heavier but it's starting to return to form you a little bit so i wonder if this was just a little vacation into heavy land or if it was kind of a sign of it's going to be a more mature show uh, i think it depends um there will be just i'll say there's phases right throughout the show where it'll kind of dip and and go up in in certain seriousness right like season two is very heavy like you said with a lot of that stuff but like uh season four has like a huge season long arc but also introduces a character that is very fun so i feel like that one will kind of have a good balance um some people say season four is like one of their favorites some people say it's the worst so it's really going to i'm really interested to see if we can get to season four but yeah we'll uh we'll talk about season three probably next time that gives you like two weeks to uh to finish that um i finished our girl that's done there and, you go uh, uh yeah so now i'm kind of taking a break from dc television because i don't have too much more to watch really so <laughs> uh i really enjoyed it though i really enjoyed star girl um i loved the jsa so uh, if people are out there it got canceled but like the it did have a proper ending um they filmed something just in case it didn't get picked up and so if there's anybody out there worried about getting left on a cliffhanger, I recommend checking out Stargirl because uh, it, it 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 wraps up nicely. Yeah, I yeah. I thought. By the way, just talking about one of my favorite episodes of season two, Visitor, was really good. Where Clark thinks he finds another alien, and yes, yes, and and the guy's like doing the magic trick, but he has the healing powers. And I thought this is weird because it was kind of open ended and kind of not at the same time, which was which made it one of the most interesting shows of the season. I really liked Visitor, so I it's an episode like if I'm gonna go back after I watch all of Smallville, it's one that I'll probably revisit. yeah, it's definitely a revisit one for me. One of the things I want to do as we start getting into season three is start start building up a top 10 episodes and then seeing each season which ones stay on that list and oh, which nice. ones fall off so i think season two is a little too early to do that but once i get yeah. season three have a top top 10 episodes for the first three seasons and then as we go on season four see which which ones stay on which ones fall off so look forward to that for these updates because i've, I've been working on that I kind of have a feeling of which ones are going to be there, but I, I've, I gotta say red, the, the one where he, you know, initially uses the uh, yeah. red kryptonite is definitely going to be on that list. It's, it's an episode. And How you know, about heat? <laughs> yeah. That, we learn but, his powers come from being horny. 
Yeah. So his, his team vision. Well, you know, it's funny because there's a episode with like the football coach who can uh, fire and it's almost the same title. Um, Hothead, yeah. Hothead, yeah. Hothead and heat, yeah. Yeah, they like they like to keep it warm on Smallville apparently, but um, no, it's it's really good. Uh, heat Heat was the one where he was like really crazy about Lex Luthor's uh, soon to be annulled wife. Yes, Krista Allen. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I get it. I get it, Clark. Um, <laughs> but it, actually, one of the funniest parts about that that is they figure out what triggers the heat with the laser vision, and his dad is like, maybe it's be at work if you're a little farther away from me. Like it's like, yes, yeah. it's really funny. <laughs> like, like they played it just like tongue in cheek enough, just kind of cheesy enough, without it being like kind of cringy. So uh, I think they've walked a really delicate rope with that. I like that a lot. Yeah, no, I really like that one. Um, all right, anything else about that before we wrap it up and move uh, on to our next episode? I really just I I don't know how I feel about the end of season two because uh-huh. so much of it was so unwrapped up. Like if we were just gonna look at season two, not knowing anything that exists later, so much of it is not wrapped up, and Jonathan Kent freaking out on clark and then clark wanting it just uh, and then and then you know and then when you figure in what happens later i i I actually think clark gets off a little easy on that so i have a lot of mixed feelings and emotions that we can talk a lot more about with season three all right there's a little tease for you there um all right, yeah, so make sure you follow us at Elseworlds DC Fan. You can share your thoughts. If you're uh, on the YouTube, make sure you comment your thoughts on Smallville Season 2 if you've watched it. Um, make sure you like and subscribe as well. Coming up on our next episode, uh, well, actually, I'm probably releasing the next one first, so <laughs> a little confusing there, but uh, I want to get the... I want to get the table read stuff out like as soon as possible. So um, if you're listening to this, you probably already listened to it. If not, go back and listen. We talk about the potential Superman logo for Superman Legacy. We talk about the table read. Uh, We talk about budget for Joker 2 and just a whole bunch of other little updates. So make sure you check that out. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next time.